Hey there. Just uh, stopping in to say hi and happy holidays from us here at the Movie Propcast. We really hope you're enjoying these holiday specials, and we would greatly appreciate it if you could slap us with a rate and review and maybe even subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. It would greatly help us out, and we'll be reading reviews coming up here in future episodes. Don't forget you can follow along at Movie Propcast on TikTok and Instagram, and you can watch full episodes on our YouTube channel. Just search The Movie Propcast. Okay, I think that's it. Let's, uh, let's start the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome you to the Movie Propcast, the podcast where we talk about movies, but really we talk about props at the end there somewhere. You know, we do a little bit of it all, but really we just want to talk about movies. And today, Tyler, I'm Justin, by the way. How you guys doing? We're talking about Home Alone, the Christmas classic. This is part two of our holiday double dip is what we're calling it. Uh, I think actually last last episode we called it like a two-pack. And now, now, <laughs> yeah. now I'm calling it a double dip because it sounds better this time. I like but, double uh, dip. But we're going to Home Alone, I think a little more universally accepted uh, as a Christmas classic than our last movie that we did. But uh, I, I still don't care. We, I've been those, fighting people off people all week. Are, yeah, those people are wrong. All yeah, right? they're just it's, wrong. It's okay. It's it doesn't okay to have to be good to be a classic. Oh, for sure. For sure. And listen, if anybody give, give like craps on one of your favorite movies, you just ask them what theirs are, and then you just start firing away. You know, that's I think that's the rule of the land when it comes to movies. If you love something and somebody poo-poos it, you just say, hey, man, what's up? What, what movie you like? And they say, I don't know, Coneheads. And then you say, they look like idiots. And, and <laughs> whatever. I don't yeah. know why that was by Conehead. I was on don't my know, my but I immediately started thinking <laughs> of him like, what was it? He was chewing on like the fuses. Or like oh, the, uh, I, the spark yeah. plugs. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. I've, anyway, I'm going to stop talking about this. We're talking <laughs> about Home Alone, made in 1990, which I just realized today as I was doing the, my little pre-research. That's the year I was born. I don't want to date myself, but uh, I'm as old as this movie. Wait, it took you research to realize you were born in 1990? Yes. I, that, I, I knew Home Alone was 90. I just didn't know I was. And that was I learned that today. So, wow. Yeah. I looked at my ID. You, you know, your, it's on your license. You can see your date of birth. I, th- I think we all know that, Doyle. Oh, well, I learned that today. Anyway, uh, Christmas classic. I'm so excited that we're doing this. And again, when we get into this and break this down, obviously we're going to draft the props here at the end. And I think there's some pretty good ones. I'm excited as this is nominated by me, I will get the first pick. So that's going to be good. and think Because I think at the end it might actually wear a little thin. So it's it's funny because you told me that you had the first pick on this movie, and my first thought was, <laughs> okay, take it, because I I knew what I wanted and I was pumped. And then uh, right before the podcast, you and I came to the same conclusion, which was uh, all the best props are in movie number two. Yeah, yeah. I watched <laughs> the, this this Home Alone ended right, and again, I loved I loved rewatching it. I freaking loved this movie. It ended, and I was like, damn. All the good stuff is in Home Alone yes. 2, Lost in New York. And I was like, yes. damn it, man. I really wish it was that movie. But yeah, I mean, we'll, maybe someday down the line, maybe next year we'll get into it. But that's definitely going to be on our radar to do the second one. Because I think this is that's one of the rare cases where two may actually be better than one. This in Terminator, I might... Earlier, someone, uh, one of my friends asked me, he was quizzing me because he listened to the podcast. Thank you, Ricky. Shout out um, to Ricky. Shout out to Ricky. And he said he was just giving me like these rapid fire, fast response questions. And one of them was, what Home Alone is the best? 
and like the troll in me wanted to say three, but we all know oh, that man. didn't really, really happen. Nah, bro. And then I said, I haven't seen two. I watched one because of the podcast. I hadn't seen two recently, but just because the most items stuck out in two, I was like, I'm going to go two anyway, just because it just, it just stuck out the most to me. Yeah, I mean, we, we're not, obviously not going to get too in-depth on it, but I, I totally agree. I think 2 is a lot more fun. There's a lot more props for sure. I mean, for this podcast, it's going to be a much – there's a lot more to pick with. But, again, there are, there's still some gems in this one, and we're definitely going to get into it. And I think I'm excited. I have the first pick. I'm, I'm glad I have the first pick, and uh, we'll be getting to that here shortly. But I want to. I just want to say outright, after I finish this movie, and just to be – I want to let the audience know – I procrastinated and I literally just finished watching this movie 20 minutes ago. Uh, so I am fresh on this movie. All right. Real, real fresh. Yes. So I'm ready to go. And again, when I was sitting down you're just locked in, right? Whatever. I don't know how you watch it, but I'm locked in. I have my little pen and paper. I'm ready. To, I'm taking notes. This movie is so good. It's so like, it's beautiful. It's like you remember it for like the follies of the burglars and, yes. and just the back and forth and the craziness. But it's like, it's beautiful. Like it's, it looks good, and there's like heartfelt moments, and like you kind of feel just warm after it. So normally when we do this, it's normally me saying the really nice stuff and you <laughs> poo pooing some of my ideas. This movie did make me feel good. I would like to say I was the most frustrated in the opening like twenty minutes of this movie that I've been in any of our movies so far, because yeah. th- this was the worst family dynamic I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I'm not someone who usually dips into anxiety, but I, I, if I watching this family frantically walk around this house, and I walk, yell, scream, cartwheel, whatever they were doing around this house, I now I'm not sure I would have loved my life if I, you know, what, I I don't blame Kevin. I'm gonna be completely I don't, honest. The thing is, I don't blame Kevin, but Kevin's also a disaster. Like Kevin's right. Kevin is not a well-behaved kid. His parents are super neglectful. His family is terrible. Don't get me on it, Uncle Frank. We'll get to Uncle Frank, I'm oh, sure, Frank. at some point. Um, but this family is neglecting Kevin, making him feel like trash. Kevin's clearly acting out because his family doesn't pay attention to him. Right. And I'm just sitting here like, I can't believe this was what this movie is based on. Like, made now? I I don't know if they make it with the same type of dynamic. Like, Kevin is clearly just crapped on by every other family member, his parents included. There really wasn't a warm moment. Nobody, like, nobody interacted and had, like, a nice exchange with Kevin this entire time. Even if he was being, like, a little a-hole. He's still like somebody's son. You know what I mean? He's still like, yes. you know, he's your brother. Like there's usually like one sibling, especially when there's like, I tried to count. I think there's four. Like I think the McAllisters I, have four kids. I, I don't know. what That's the number I came to. It's three or four because it's Buzz, Kevin, and his older sister. He's got I the don't... older sister, but he has another older sister. He's got the one that, that did like the French, the, the Les, Les Incompetents. Like, that was his sister. I didn't know if that was his cousin or his sister. Well, because she also referred it to There are two, two girls that referred to her as mom. Okay. So okay. I, I, I think, I, I haven't looked it up, but I'm pretty sure there's four McAllister kids. Yes. So two sisters, Buzz and and Kevin. And what mainly broke my heart in this, it wasn't all the nonsense. It was when Kevin spills the milk on the passports. Everyone's giving him the mean eye and Uncle Frank has a snide remark, whatever, Uncle Frank, go kick a rock. But it's when his parents look at him disappointed and don't 
give him like okay. they don't side with him they don't give him anything yeah they just straight up they they literally step on the side with the other family cross their arms Let's, and then send him to the attic without think, eating without eating the kid didn't get dinner he right, didn't get pizza <laughs> i think we need to break down this scene a little more okay let's, okay let's just let's first off first off i just want to i want to compliment the the pizza delivery man he, in oh, this yeah. movie he, he had two two scenes in this movie two different scenes pizza delivery guy was great all right and yes. also he comes in i counted it right because when he said the total was 122.50 i wrote this down 122.50 i stopped and i'm like let me count those pizzas 10 pizzas and then he, and i did all the math right and then later like literally a minute later the dad comes in he's like 10 pizzas 12 dollars a piece yeah it's 100 that's that wasn't his accent but no 122 dollars. i'm like 12 bucks for a I mean, it wasn't like a chain restaurant. That's that twelve bucks for pizzas. The thing, so I I delivered pizzas uh, about ooh, seven eight years ago. I delivered pizzas. We charged for a pie eleven eighty seven after tax. It was like twelve twenty and change or something like that. Okay, so, so that's... I was actually surprised that pizzas like large pies back then cost the same. One thing though is that if they had toppings, they all should not have been the same price, unless that was some type of special. But they were actually the same price as when I delivered pizzas. I was actually impressed. Okay, yeah. see now, see I was on the other side. I was thinking like 120 bucks for 12 or 10 pizzas. That, that's kind of a deal. But maybe maybe we di- we have different pizza suppliers. But uh, maybe maybe anyway. Uh, th- that's not the point. The point is there was pizza. The exchange between Kevin and Buzz happened because somebody like Buzz sucked down a whole cheese pizza. Like, what? why is that? The- well, I don't understand. Listen, if that many people wanted just regular-ass cheese pizza, why was there only one? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Like, cheese pizza is it- like, un- like that's that's like the baseline of pizza, right? Just get five of them so no one complains. I- yeah, it's like they ordered a pie per person. Even like freaking Kieran Culkin making his <laughs> little cameo got a whole pie to himself. Yeah, There's Fuller like, as he's sucking down his uh, his Pepsi. That <laughs> gives him that little smirk. Like, yeah, I'm wanting the bed later. <laughs> <laughs> he just like knows it. Like he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it. You know, I'm doing this. That's pretty funny. That was that was a good look there. Uh, but I, I think it's funny, like the product placement in this movie. I'm not like mad at it because it's household items. Like yeah. there's a lot of product placement, but I mean, I got tied in the, in the laundry room. You know what I mean? Like I drink, like you drink soda. Soda's a soda. Like I, I think that's nice. Like I, the only thing they missed out on, and I think that they should have done, is they could have got like Pizza Hut to deliver the pizza. You know what I mean? Not Little Nero's. <laughs> I look. Little Nero's is a family chain. All right. All right. A family chain in Chicago. They, I I don't know if it's I'm not from Chicago I don't know if it's actually a big deal it might have been back in the 90s I mean if it, if it is cool I, that's that'd be awesome if that was actually like a local pizza pizza joint but I I doubt it I yeah. I don't know I doubt this movie was actually filmed in Chicago but who knows Yeah I <laughs> like the first thing I don't think of suburbs when I think of Chicago I'm also not from there but they are deep in the suburbs like there's memes about it I want to know how Mr McAllister earns that how like what he does for that house did did they say his uh his, his job? job? No, no. But that is a that's a question that still to this day lives on. I think everybody it goes every year Christmas time comes and it's like, what did Mister McAllister do for a living to afford that house? Well, the thing is, he didn't he didn't fly because that was another thing I saw. People, he thought that the dad actually flew everybody to France. That wasn't the case. It was his brother. Yeah. So his brother got a job over there and was like, let me just fly my whole family out. I don't know what he's doing over there. But he's crushing life. If he Especially can fly since twenty people. <laughs> yeah, and half the people were in first class. All the yeah. adults are in first class, 
and the kids were in coach. I was like, what is going on here? All right, I just looked up the house. This actually was in, it's a three-story single-family home in, here's the exact address, 671 Lincoln Avenue in North Shore Village of Winnetka, Illinois. What so single family Illinois. needs that size of a house? Right, right. It's it's very convenient when 20 family members are in town, but when they're yeah. not, it's, I mean, the, to be fair, they do have four kids, right? So it's like, oh, yeah. Each kid needs get a two wing rooms. The floor. Yeah, yeah. Each kid needs two rooms. All right, we're perfect. Yeah, we got yeah. this. Okay. You, got, you, got, you have your study, and then you have your sleeping room. Yeah, and you have the fair. attic for Kevin. Yo, I would have took that whole attic. I don't know why everybody hated the attic in this movie. Yeah, that was a, that that was a plush. <laughs> yes, that was a plush attic. Yeah, I that was pull I out. Been. Yeah, so happy with that. Anyway, back to the pizza scene real quick. The the milk gets spilled. Which who the hell's drinking milk and eating pizza? That's weird. bad combo. Bad. That's combo. definitely bad. Also, who leaves the passports and the tickets on the kitchen counter where there is drinks and food being served? Why is it just sitting on the kitchen counter? Around very clearly not well like behaved or cleaned kids like right they were asking for that right and and i and i didn't notice it until i i gave it this thorough watch the scene where they they shoot the garbage can straight down and he i paused it and i was like yo that's kevin's ticket yes i didn't even realize that i didn't even realize that and i guess i guess that makes sense but like that is weird to me that yes. I, I never noticed that after all these years i just assumed that they just left them and that was it they, they were okay in the airport and and but yeah, they left it there. And also now let me go back to Uncle Frank real quick. His line, which I do, I, I will say is highly quotable and I say it all the time. When somebody does something dumb and it's like awkward, look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> it's like the dumbest. Who says that to an eight-year-old? Yes. What uncle <laughs> what says it? Because he was dead serious. There was no like, ha ha ha. There yeah. was nothing. It was, you're a little jerk. Yeah, like, and his what, parents what? are like, yeah, he's kind of got a point there, Kevin. <laughs> the oh, hell? my God. The Uncle Frank was my most hated person in this movie, and there's two grown men trying to kill an eight-year-old. Yeah. Let that sink in. Yeah, that's you know what? That's not a bold take at all. That's not a hot take. That's uh, that's that's the truth. You're just spin facts right now. Yes. That's, that's real life. Uh, okay, so we've gotten that. The look what you did, the little jerk, I think, again, that, that's 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 a super quotable. Like, if we had a top ten of quotable lines, that's going in, I think. I just To me, personally, you've never found yourself saying that to people? No, I didn't. I didn't. It's a personal attack? You don't like attacking people? Yes. Okay. So let's go. Let's just say, like, you you said he, I didn't even realize that he didn't even eat anything, right? You sent him upstairs. He didn't even he's, eat anything. Yeah, he's, his last words were, I didn't get any pizza. And she was like, whatever, go up His the mom's attic. like, maybe you should have thought about that before you, before you, uh, whatever. I don't know. It's ridiculous. But power goes out in the middle of the night. In the middle of the morning, they have shuttles that are going to take him to the airport at 8 a.m. Nobody wakes up naturally before 8 a.m.? Yeah, no, that's wild. There's no Nobody? way. Unless they're like my family and they're getting completely plastered the night before vacation, there's no reason no one wakes up before 8 a.m. Like, I don't understand. None of them were there's drinking alcohol. Like Nothing, 20 like, people in the house. Yeah, not a single person. <laughs> I, me as a kid, I would randomly wake up at like 7 a.m. every weekend just because. Right, like, especially like the, the, the thrill of going on like a trip like that. You know what yes. I mean? Like, I wouldn't even, I don't even know if I'd fall asleep. Like, that's, yes. yeah, that's wild to me. that, that Yeah, my that parents do one of two things. They either party real hard and set alarms, or they straight up don't sleep. And, like, I was in, uh, I was in North Carolina a few months ago, and I had to catch a, like, a 5 a.m. flight. We just played cards all night. We played cards all the way through 5 a.m., and I got yeah. on the flight 
That's the way dead to do tired. It. That's the way to do it. Yeah, you sleep on the sleep on the plane. Like, what do you yeah. mean? You're going to be on the plane for so long. Like, just yeah, they're going to the Paris. Anyway, all right. This family's ridiculous. I I couldn't imagine just being in that atmosphere. I would have been, I would have been in a corner. I would have been on my little Game Boy or something. Well, it's the yeah, nineteen nine. No, was Game he Boy had late something? 80s? Yeah, there was something. He had to have he something. had something. Look at Mister McAllister. He had something. Yeah, for sure. I would have just been playing games in the corner. He was, by myself. He was playing okay. cup ball. He had yeah. a- <laughs> ball in a cup. Yeah, ball. Yes. <laughs> Something to entertain yourself, but yeah, that family, that family's whole demeanor is frantic, and obviously that leads to Kevin getting left behind because his his ticket got trashed, which I just found out, and and they go to the airport, and they count that kid, they count the kid across the street in the head. Why count. is that kid in everyone's business? I don't know. He was in I, someone's bag. He he <laughs> the kid straight up opened the side door. He's talking to the driver. The driver wants nothing to do with this kid. This kid opens someone's bag and is going th- rifling through people's stuff. He doesn't. He's not a part of the family. Right. Why is he there? Well, I I also I also don't know like the parents. You just gonna trust that your kid is in the vehicle? Like I would have just that I would have as the parent or an adult, I would have checked both vehicles right before you leave. Like I'm not gonna trust a headcount to. And so not even ha- why wouldn't you have your kid with you in the vehicle? I would like to. That's my point. Like, all right, whatever. You trusted your like teenager daughter to count. She counted everyone's name. It's not like they left a cousin. If this movie was like the the cousin to the family got left behind, I'd be a little more understanding. His parents, his birth parents, his biological I gave birth to you parents don't realize that my loudest, most troublesome son hasn't made a peep in four hours. I haven't had to stop Kevin for anything in multiple hours. Kevin's been the best he's been since he was born in hours. Yeah. That's not suspicious. I was so mad when I realized it was his mother and father who didn't stop to realize Kevin wasn't there. Like, there's so many times that they yeah. should have realized Kevin wasn't there. They're bad parents. It's a bad family all around, I think. For it's a just, terrible family. Yeah, terrible family. And and the airport scene, 1990s, obviously before 9-11 and all that stuff. So the, just the fact that they show up to the gate, throw the pile of tickets, and just say, "There's, we're all getting on now. <laughs> like that, That's such The a... door was closed already. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that anymore. You can't show up with the door closed and be like, oh, are we on time? Oh, yeah, yeah, we were waiting for you. No. Yeah. They're not letting you on. Ridiculous. We haven't even talked about Joe Pesci as, uh, as Harry just standing in the doorway as, as this for, fake police officer. He was, he was dedicated to the bit. Like Joe yeah. Pesci was scoping out that place and he wanted the information. He was there for maybe like in real time in the movie, like a half hour. Yeah. Imagine just imagine, though, like this movie made in the exact same way now where there you just right, you're you're in your home. Right. You're, you're trying to get ready for a big trip. And you see a police officer inside your home. Didn't even knock. Right. Like who who let this man in? Yes. There's just a guy in your house. You're like, dude, can you get, can you kindly get the hell out? Like, and people what are you are doing? Just, people are just walking by. Yeah, I don't live here. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't live here. Oh, I'm sorry. You just reminded me of another thing that annoyed me. Uncle Frank grabs the pizzas from the pizza boy. <laughs> he tells him the price and he says, uh, my brother's got it and runs away. Yeah. And my family, they fight to pay for stuff. Uncle Frank is, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm saying this again. He was the worst kind of person. In right. And he's getting a, he's getting a free trip to. Oh my God. Yeah, France or yeah, France, and it, like 
I, he probably he probably is not blood related to the McAllisters either. Either he's like probably the in law. He's, he's got to be. be. He's got to be like. Be. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's go. Yeah. So Joe Pesci. Right. He's posing as a police officer. He's casing out houses around the neighborhood, trying to figure out who to rob. He's figuring out who's going on vacation, which honestly, brilliant oh, for the genius. '90s. Pretty yeah. awesome. Like, his theory is, all right, all these people have automatic lights. If the lights come on exactly when they say, they're more than likely not home because they'd put the lights on at a different time. Honestly, for the 90s, that that's... Pretty dangerous. thorough. Those wet bandits are, are yes. good. The, all right. the, the wet the, bandits. Those wet bandits, which <laughs> My, are the dumbest calling card in the whole world. It's the worst calling card, but uh, I'm going to flash forward real quick when they're running through the last house in the movie and the place is flooding. Yeah, and in the background, you see the kitchen sink on. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I did not notice that as a kid. I was dying. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's so, I can't, yeah, it's ridiculous. And, and it's like, for what? Like, you already took everything. Why? Why? I don't, yeah, yeah, run up their water bill. It's the wintertime. You're probably free. Actually, that stops the pipes from freezing. So he's helping yeah. them out a little bit. It, actually it's true he is kind of doing a favor all right yeah all right you know what I, they're actually not that bad of human beings now that i think about it <laughs> uh no okay so we're gonna we're gonna move on obviously they've left kevin alone in the house he wakes up he's he thinks he's just he's made his family disappear which is hilarious uh and how excited he is about that yes this eight-year-old unreal who yeah. taught like who taught this kid the this kind of life experience without the I'm, internet without the internet like I'm nowadays confused. i feel like an eight-year-old could do something like this so I'm I'm really confused because I don't remember being that ma- the first thing he does is rummage through everyone's stuff and just starts breaking things. All right, like he didn't, every- okay, to be fair, he didn't mean to break the stuff. No, that's that's what I meant. <laughs> I don't remember being that neglectful as a kid. Like he's just making a mess everywhere. He's yeah. got ice cream and candy bags and food and chips everywhere. I don't remember making those kinds of messes. Kevin gives n- no cares in the world. Like he just, right. I mean, I, just, I, I hear, I hear you. I just don't but remember, he's eight, right? And he's, eight, I don't he just, remember. He realizes he's got no. There's no consequences to his actions. He's going all out, bro. But does he plan to clean that up later? No. Well, well, actually, he does. That's, a, that's another story. This man is an incredible cleaner. Yes, I don't know. I don't understand. Like between the old man next door had to help him. I'm sorry. He had to have help. Probably. Probably. With to. all the stuff that all the antics that happened and again, we're going to get into all that, but uh, at the end of the movie, I said I was one thing I was saying like he directs the police to the opposite like the uh, the house across the street to get them yeah. arrested. So there's no heat on his house, right? Yep. And Spends the next hours through the night to clean the house. Like, it's immaculate when his mom shows up in the morning. It's it's in, it's insane. Yeah. And I'm super proud of him, all right? Listen, that kid. Very proud. Very proud of him. Amazing. And it, what sucks is that, like, they don't know. Like, the family shows up, and they have no idea this even happened. I guess my question would be, if you're the neighbor, right? If you're the neighbor, the, the, the shovel guy, which I just found out is, his name is Murphy, apparently. I, I guess he had an actual name. Oh, yeah. I just, or Marley. I, his name's Marley in this movie. It, in my mind, I just refer to him as the uh, To Kill a Mockingbird guy because he got Boo Radley'd real hard. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's our neighbor over there. He killed three yeah. people. Just ig- <laughs> ignore him. Don't don't mind him. No one talks to him. He's just a murderer. It's okay. We all know. We all know. Okay, so, so let's just establish quickly his name is Marley, but I want to call him Shovel Guy. Uh, <laughs> he, just real quick, before we're on the end of the movie. We're already talking about it, so might as well just say this real quick. Isn't it kind of like your civic duty as a human being to tell the parents of this child what happened? Probably. You're the neighbor. Yes. 
and you yes. your kid was about to die. Yes. Right? Yes. You want to maybe notify your parents, or did they have like a pact where, where the eight year old? He like, winks at him. He's like, "Hey, hey bro." Could you do me a favor and just not snitch about this whole I almost died situation? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why Marley doesn't, especially being an older adult himself. I guess they, they bonded in the church, which was another scene that felt a little out of place to me. Um, he opened his heart to this eight-year-old that he just saw three times in one day. Right. And okay. To be fair, those interactions from this guy, super creepy. Right? Real creepy. Why, just why staring at an just eight-year-old. Say something, you creep. Yeah. Like you're just, the one making it weird. He's <laughs> obviously afraid of you. He's eight years old. Say something. You can't just stare at an eight-year-old and no. not freak him out when you look like crackhead every, Santa Claus. Yes. Every time you see him, you just give him the death glare, expecting him to think that's an inviting welcome. No. It's no. Me- it's messed up. It's messed it's up. It's terrible. So. And the, yeah. I just I just don't understand why he opened up to him. It was a cute scene at the church. He told him about his grandkids and his family problems. Honestly, he probably didn't tell Kevin's parents because he was too busy reuniting with his son and his granddaughter who he hadn't seen in like five years. Which I, I will say was awesome. That scene in the church, I, I, to me as a kid, was always the most boring. I'm like, what are these, what are these you know, knuckleheads talking about? Just get back to the zany nonsense, please. But when you sat down and watched it, the way that was shot, super close up, like there was the the, the, the lens action that was going on, it was beautiful. Like the, yes, what they were yes. saying was now as an adult, you're like, yo, this is heavy stuff. Like this it was, is like it was very heavy. Yeah, very heavy. I didn't realize that there was this much emotional st- like thing. You don't even as a kid, you're just watching it for the nonsense and how ridiculous that this kid is fighting off these burglars. But there's like real emotional stakes going on yeah i don't know it was it was intense as an adult watching it you're like okay all right this is this is nutty it was and and back to so we were talking about uh kevin's making a mess in the house right kevin's on his own he realizes i could do whatever i want he finds like 25 dollars in buzz's stuff which in the 90s is apparently enough for an entire weekend to yourself um and simultaneously his parents realize Oh crap! We got to Paris. Kevin isn't here, and my one of my favorite lines was they give everyone like quarters for the payphones. One, they kick a poor French woman off the phone, and his mom gives her address book to her, her sister, who carry I I like she gives her this thick this thick book of phone numbers, and it's like call the neighbors, and I and I loved it just for the novelty of it because it's just right. like I no one carries an address book anymore. It's in your phone, obviously. But well, like, thank goodness, yeah. Yeah, no, that's like, right. Oh, yeah, they were, to have those ready, yeah. Like, if that happens now and everyone's phones are dead, they're screwed. Because I, yeah. I would love to know how many people off the top of their heads know more than five phone numbers. I, I don't think anybody. Yeah. I, I, there's a meme <laughs> going around right now where it's like, me me in prison calling J.G. Wentworth because it's the only <laughs> number I know. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, That's no, amazing. you're right. Like nowadays, no one's remembering phone numbers like that, and and I try to. You know what I mean? Like I just learned I my that. wife's phone number after like six years. So oh god, Doyle, I did it. And the only reason I memorize it is because it's the account number for our like shopping <laughs> thing at a grocery store over here. Oh my goodness, Doyle. <laughs> Listen, we got it. I got it down. All right. To be fair, she did flip flop numbers, right? So the original number had gone away, right? And then I Ooh. remembered. What's Who up? lets their original phone number expire? I just fought with T-Mobile. They tried giving me a new number, and I was like, oh, hell no. No, It, okay, was, so, it was a process. Okay, so what happened was she had her original phone number with, with I don't know what it was, AT&T or something. Like, this is, we're getting way off topic, but just real quick. Yeah. So now you guys, you're, you're on the edge of your seats. You need to understand how this was resolved. <laughs> 
Uh, so she had an original phone number. She got a work phone, and the work was paying for her phone on a, on a different phone line, and that she just assumed that phone number for the years that she was working at this place. And then when we left that place, we're like, yo, you still, y'all still got that phone number that we had back in the day? And she just got it right back. Oh, it was my like goodness. A, that's, was a a close, that's rough. That's a close call. So now that you guys are thoroughly entertained about uh, cell phone numbers and uh, and, and, and transactions, uh, <laughs> let's get back to the film. Can we talk about how infuriating those police were when uh, they're trying to call the police to check up on Kevin yeah. and they're not listening to a word the mother is saying? Yeah. Yeah. They're immediately. It, it, and you know what? I, 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 I mean, you think that you call 911 for an emergency, it, it would be different. But I don't I feel like that wasn't the emergency line. You know, there was they were probably not calling the emergency line, but it doesn't matter. You're calling the police. Right. You got to think. I mean, yeah, they're they're horrible police officers, obviously. They send her back and forth three times and then they're frustrated with her because she's worried about her child. How dare she? Right. Yeah. Obviously, I'd be I'd be losing my mind, too. But what's funny is they do wind up sending a police officer. However, this dude just knocks like two. like, I mean, to be fair, he does. Actually, you know what? He did knock for a decent amount of time. All right. But lights are on. You, you've been told that there's a, a child, eight years, eight years old, alone in the house. You'd think maybe you'd just like say something through the door, or, like you know, what I mean, try to try to communicate in a way that's like d- disarming. You know, not just say the kid's name. Yeah, not just like banging on the door at night. Like that's gonna get some kid to come open it by himself. Yeah. This movie, aside from Kevin, in the last forty minutes, is filled with incompetence. Yeah. I mean, it has to be because it's a it, comedy and it's it does. In the 90s and you it, have to be dumb. It, it's just like I it, until Kevin started ratcheting it up, it was just back to back mistakes that I was just I was angry about. Yeah, that's fair. You're, I mean, it, it's the only smart person in this movie is Kevin. I think yes. we've just we've uh, mm, so I, I was actually going to transition to this. So Kevin finds money in Buzz's um, in his brother Buzz's trunk, destroys Buzz's room. And then Kevin smartly, once he starts, you know, realizing, okay, this is a long, possibly a long term thing, decides he's going to start caring for himself. Kid starts doing laundry. Right. He, I do. He, I wasn't doing laundry till I was like in my teens, bro. Like yeah. mid teens. <laughs> he's doing laundry. He's got a healthcare routine. Every day you shower, blow dry your hair, brush your hair, throw on aftershave, put on uh, deodorant, smack your face and scream like every yeah. day. Got to do it. I love it. Um, and then he goes shopping by himself, like with with his. I don't know where on earth you could buy groceries with only twenty dollars, but he does. I mean, I he only got a few things, but back then, I think groceries were definitely cheaper. I mean, he, he, I, I think he yeah. could have swung that. Yeah. So he goes buys groceries, and he runs into the second smartest character in this movie, the cashier, who looks at him, and she's like, "So, uh, where are your parents <laughs> in the car?" Really? And then she just rattles off like three questions like, who's your mom? Who's your dad? All and then right, she crosses the line sister. that's like, where do you live, little boy? Like, yeah, <laughs> that, she, yeah it gets weird for a second, but it, I, mean, it I does. get what she's doing. But yeah, she's trying to make sure this kid isn't by himself. And I had to respect that. She honestly, second smartest character in this movie. Uh, I'll tell you another dumb person, and it's another police officer. When he's walking out of the store with the toothbrush and runs away from the guy who, again, the neighbor, <laughs> who, the neighbor who just comes in there and stares at him with a bloody hand. Yes. Uh, why, why are you slamming your hand on the counter and yes. staring at an eight-year-old? Well, yes. Again, you're, you're creepy, bro. You're weird. Yes. Anyway, he, he runs out with the toothbrush, and 
the worker comes out, sees a police officer who's clearly giving like a traffic ticket to somebody, right? He's he's yeah. in the middle of something. Yeah. And he's like, shoplifter to an eight-year-old <laughs> holding what is just like a stick, right? I mean, you, you might be able to identify it as a toothbrush, sure. This man drops everything and says, now's my time to shine <laughs> and chase this eight-year-old who's, who ran away with a toothbrush. Like, come on. That's what are you doing? Something that didn't really age well. I love that he's asking, is this toothbrush FDA approved? Yeah. And now every toothbrush now smack dab right on top, right in front. Every it, Everything has to say if it's FDA to. approved. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nine out of 10 uh, dentists approved. Uh, they say yeah. this is the best uh, toothbrush you can buy. Uh, okay, so they're going back. Obviously, he's he's back in the house. He hears that they're going to come back, uh, the, the burglars. We haven't even really talked about the burglars, but they're just kind of traipsing around the neighborhood. I have I have a question. So, Doyle, you're you're a burglar, right? Yeah, I am. You've already, you've already cased four houses. You've robbed four houses, destroyed four houses. You try one house, right? You try a really nice, rich house. You go once, and you hear someone watching TV, and you're like, okay, that's weird. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to rob this house. You get a, a weird feeling and you go back and you see that house throwing a party, right? So okay. that's night two. And you're like, okay, all right. They're throwing a party. Let me and stop you there hear- real quick. The party? Yes. Wh- who's got that many mannequins in your house? Why do you have so many mannequins? I have no... Oh, I think his mom, honestly, uh, just me looking at the background of the basement, I think his mom was in some type of like clothing design or okay. like some home thing. She had a lot of, um, she had a lot of uh, fabrics around. Okay. And there were a bunch of mannequins. I don't know if she like made clothing, but I think so they that like might have been sort of tried to justify why yeah. there were so many mannequins. Okay, yeah. That if makes you sense. see when he's doing laundry, there's a lot of like uh, fabrics and stuff. So I think oh. she made clothing or All something right. along those lines. Good. All right, you you've okay. I'll I'll yeah. I'll put the I'll put the guns away. All right. <laughs> so so you're a robber again. Get back in your robber pants. Yep. All I'm right. In. So so you you try to rob the same big house a second time, and it's it, they're throwing a party. You're robbing one of the other houses, and you hear that the parents aren't in town. Do you try a third night to rob this house that very clearly, in your perspective, has had two people in it? Or you say, nah, it's not worth it. I'm going to stick to the other houses I know. I'm gone, bro. I'm done. This, Thank the, you. The, okay. the neighborhood is hot. This it, it, it hasn't aligned. This isn't going to work. All right. However, Harry's addicted to this house, right? This is Harry, his white whale. This yes, is, he this wants is, this booty right you know what i mean as a as a uh, pirate would say there's booty in that house and he wants it he doesn't even know what the booty is he just he just wants what he thinks is there right and then to be fair though there's probably some awesome stuff in there there's probably a lot of awesome stuff in there would i fight off a a, a kid possibly murder him to to get into it no i think i'd draw the line there i probably draw the line at murder well yeah they're the wet (laughs) bandits not the wet murderers not the wet killers yeah but i mean they were they were about to do it i think they were about they they were all about it i guess it's time to draft now right let's just uh let's get into it you were gonna say something what's up the 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 shenanigans what's up the whole point the movie's about oh were you i don't know i mean listen that's where the props are baby True. We're going to listen. We'll get into the shenanigans. All right. But the shenanigans are half the fun with the draft. All right. Okay. So okay. listen, let's do the draft. And if we miss any shenanigansies, which is a word I just made up, uh, we'll get into them afterwards. All right. But I feel like we're going to tiptoe around a lot of this stuff and we can get into it here. I, I would like to say right off the bat, 
I didn't relook at my list. Um, my number one prop is not even a prop in this movie. It's a prop from the second movie. <laughs> I think I know exactly what it is, too. <laughs> I wrote it in before the movie started, and I didn't go back to uh, to take it out. That's uh, that's a whoopsie by me. A whoopsie doopsie. Uh, yep, okay. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got the first pick. I, I, uh, you know what? I'm actually less happy about it because I, I, I obviously we went through the movie. I, I made my list of props. I didn't even take the time to rank them because I wasn't. I it, I just was taking too long to put put the ones at the top. Like I don't even. I, don't, I to this at this moment right now, I don't know where I'm going. Okay. So that's what's scary right now. Is like I wrote down a lot of stuff. There's one thing I know for sure. I'm gonna try to grab at the end. I think. Mm-hmm. But I just, honestly, there's a lot of things I I want to get, but I just I'm really like the draft strategy here. I don't I don't have an organization. This is this is gonna be. The most what comes to my mind first uh, draft so far. Like, I have my seven ideas, and I think I'm with you where I don't have a particular order, so I'm basing mine off you. This may actually be, thus far, the worst for, like, the top. Like, I feel like this, like, you remember we were talking, like, will there be a chance where the second one will be, you know, better or maybe equal to or better than the first? I think we're about to experience that, and it sucks that I'm the one that's just going to (laughs) get, I'm going to get boomed right here. Um, There's so many things that are just all, like, on the same level. Everything, Everything is very middle of the pack, and nothing stands up above the rest. If that's, I think that's what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm so scared right now. Uh, this you is, sound you sound like me. Oh man, I, I'm gonna I, waffle. Like this is guys, just hunker down, bro. This is gonna be a slog. We're we're <laughs> we're, gonna, we're getting we're in it right now. Doyle is going through it right now, guys. If you are not on YouTube, if you are listening um, on Spotify or Apple, his face right now. He's, yeah, he's just so everyone knows, so maybe we can buy some more time here. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube. Uh, search the movie Propcast. Give us a sub subscribe over there and uh and we'd gladly we'd, we'd appreciate it a lot but you can watch us the, the whole podcast we record it on video tape and uh and we send it to youtube and they they take it off of the vhs tape and put it up on their servers so you can watch the, the live Do- doyle podcast. was that a hint now i feel like i got you no, no, no. I was, I was just, I was poking fun, man. I'm just trying to make you squirm. I'm I, sorry. I, I almost want to just pick. I want to pick the one that I know I want to leave with, and, and and I may have, I may have given a hint, and that's probably why I said it. But I, I want to just do it because I, I want you to pick, so it kind of makes it easier on me. You know what I mean? I just want to go after you. So I'm, I'm going to be, ups- I'm going to be upset if it's okay, I, stop, one stop, thing stop. I've. No, no, I'm just going to say one thing I've learned through these podcasts, like the very first episode, I thought we were going to have nothing similar. And I'm starting to realize how much we have in common when it comes to these things. It's absolutely there's no, absurd. There's no way that this this one, I think this one, there's no way. There's no way. Okay, okay. I don't I, think we're going to be as upset. So, uh, uh, well, okay. I'll right, let you go. go. You guessed my first pick. I almost want to guess your first pick. Oh, I didn't guess it. I, your first, well, you mean the first pick for the second movie? The the first the first movie you guess what I wanted you guess my second pick for it, okay yeah 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 no you're talking about it. okay if you want if you want to take a shot I don't want to ruin it go, go okay go, go. all right so here's what I'm gonna take and it's a little it might be a little bit of a deep cut especially for the first pick but there's a story behind it and I love it I'm taking Angels with Filthy Soul the VHS tape wow Angels that was... with Filthy Souls the VHS tape that he pops in. And utilizes 
throughout the entire movie to order a pizza to fend off the burglars. I want I'm not that even upset tape. with that. That wasn't even on my mind. Bro, I looked I am, it up. Yes. I had to look it up. I did a little research afterwards because I was like, what is this movie? I want to watch it. I want to see like what that movie is. They made those that movie for this movie. That wasn't they, a real movie? No, they filmed it for they filmed a fake like minute and a half, like like a minute and a half scene for this movie so he could play it on loop. It's I thought that was movie. a real movie. I thought no. that was a real movie. This whole time no, and what's funny is I looked up an article and it was they 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 do a whole story about how the whole scene was fake. Seth Rogen had tweeted, "My entire childhood is a sham." I thought that movie. I thought I could go on and watch that movie. This and- look on my face, like for, <laughs> like I have this dumbfounded. My mouth was open just now. Yeah, it's what? not a not a real movie. Uh, black and white gangster film. Uh, Kevin McAllister watches, tries to tempt his family. Um, whatever. Anyway, it's a minute and twenty clip written and filmed exclusively for Home Alone, and it was shot in one day on a soundstage inside of abandoned high school gymnasium. I'm absolutely. That is you. You stole that first pick. If I had known that background, I might have even considered it. That was not even on my radar. So, yeah, no. I mean, there was a, a a short scene where you see him pop in that VHS tape, and I'm looking at all the other VHS. There's like a Bruce Springsteen one on top. He's yeah. got all these other weird things. I'm like, what the hell is this movie? So I looked at Angels with Filthy Souls to see what it was. It's a fake movie that they filmed it. And apparently, the title does reference a real gangster from a 1938 movie. Starring James Cagney called Angels with Dirty Faces. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that's it. I, I, that's my pick for the first one. It's got a little story. I feel like now that I've said the story, I feel a little bit better about picking it first. Uh, my my it. reaction didn't make you feel better. I'm I'm flabbergasted. Well, consider, I don't oh, even use that word. No, you should. That's a great. It's a great word, and I'm happy you use it. But that's that's my first pick, and I'm sticking to it. And now you're you're up. You took the wind out of my sails. <laughs> um, I'm torn between two things right now, but I don't think you're going to take the second. So my first is going to be Buzz's pellet gun. Damn, that's a good one. That's it a is. good one. That's a that good is, one. That was that was his weapon of choice. Like Buzz, it, the the only disappointing thing is, yeah, a, a lot of pellet guns look like that, but it was his weapon of choice throughout the movie. So yes, I had, for sure. When he um, he immediately shoots Harry right in the crotch. Can I? Yeah. You know, go, 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 go. No, he, I mean, he uses it to shoot him in the crotch. He shoots Marv right in the forehead. And yeah, he was playing with it, obviously, early in the movie shooting it. Yeah, he, it, it's got a lot of screen time, and it is, it is technically his weapon, right? That's his weapon. So Marv uh, sh- sh- uh, sticks his head in the doggy door. Yeah. Why shoot him in the forehead? You shoot Marv in the eye, this Ooh. movie probably ends. This yeah. movie probably ends right away. You and it probably Marv. gets a PG 13 rating, though. Yeah. Because his eye explodes. <laughs> yeah, this movie is over right away. Yeah. I, I just wanted to ask you, like, do you shoot Marvin the forehead or do you shoot Marvin eye? I mean, yeah, I, I you try to you, you shoot to kill, but you have a BB gun, like a little pellet gun. Like, I mean, is it what are you really it's probably not going through he's probably not got that violent of a tendency to be like, if I just explode this man's retina, like you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not yeah, thinking yeah. like that. He just wants I, to the, make contact and, and thwart him any way he can. That is that is very true. Um, but yeah, so I I will go with the pellet gun for okay. pick my pick number one. That was where I was at. I was gonna do that first, but okay. I just thought mm-hmm. if I didn't read this story mm-hmm. earlier today, I would have gone BB gun. But I just okay. I want that VHS tape because it's got it's got a little extra oomph, and you could pop it in and be like, this is probably like one of the only copies ever of this on actual oh, VHS. One, yeah, like, that's incredible. That's a yeah, great first pick. It's pretty awesome. Uh, all right, so now. I've got a VHS tape, which doesn't really look... I mean, it's a VHS tape, but it doesn't... 
you're, you got a VHS tape, and that's your that's your movie prop for this movie? It doesn't really work. I need something that actually was utilized. I've got butterflies. What? I got butterflies. I'm nervous. Why? What, what do you think I'm going to take from you? I can't say because you'll take it. I don't know. Well, why would? See now, now I'm upset. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, I, this is a good one. I'm definitely gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with this one. I'm happy to get it at number two because the BB okay. gun's gone. That was really the struggle because we're, we flatlined. I feel like everything's kind of like you said. Everything's yeah. kind of plateaued here. I'm going to take and I will display it prominently in my driveway. The metal statue in front of the house that just gets beat with every vehicle, <laughs> every vehicle that pulls into the yes. driveway, yes, just gets just smashes into this. I don't know why everyone's such a horrible driver, but I thought it's so funny that like every character in this movie was was seen picking this statue up off the ground. Like it's yes. so stupid. It's it's hilarious. Uh, okay, so so that that wasn't on your radar, no? No, not at all. Not on my list. I didn't think of it. Okay. Um, Doyle, I'm going to apologize to you right now because I might have sandbagged you, sandbagged you a little bit. I think I have the absolute steal at number two. Well, technically number four in the draft. Number four, number four. N- my, my number two, yeah, my number two pick. Um, okay, I'm curious. Something to display prominently in my home. Okay. I want the McAllister's front door with the glowing red doorknob. You want the glo- the door? I want the whole door that that uh, Harry burns his hand on. Okay, all right. Now that's, I, that's I solid. Just, I was, like it wasn't that's, on my list, but that's that's pretty good. I, I mean, feel yeah. like the burning of the hand scene. If if you think about Home Alone, that's one of the iconic scenes. Like the burning of the hand scene, and then um, actually, what else? Like for me personally, at least, him burning yeah. his hand is one of the first things that I always remember when I think of this movie. Okay. Yeah, so no, that's I, solid. I, that's solid. And you can tell, obviously, it's just a red light in a in a doorknob. You know what I mean? It's yes. not like actually like burning. But uh, yeah. but no, that's a solid pick. Somebody actually had to handcraft that doorknob yeah. with the M. Imagine being so rich. You could put <laughs> your family, you could inscribe your family's letter on, yes. a, on your doorknob. Like, who's doing mm-hmm. that nowadays? That's not a thing. Also, no one's really got turn knobs for their front doors. I feel like no. I feel like they got not like any. a little yeah, ah, yeah. it's like a latch or something. Anyway, well, let's not get into that. <laughs> That's a good pick though. It wasn't on my list, but uh, I, I'm kind of mad that I didn't put it on there. At least the doorknob. You know what I mean? The doorknob is iconic for just burning him. You know? Yeah. Okay, so I have a VHS tape. I have a metal statue. I'm gonna be mad if I if I leave without something because it's kind of like my thing, uh, and I don't want to I don't want to leave without it. But I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to get away from it. I I'm gonna take. Like you said, his hand getting burned is, is is an iconic moment. YouTube people, my face right now because I know where he's going. All right. Uh, some would say some would say his head getting burned is also an iconic moment. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna take <laughs> Harry's burned beanie. Yes, that his... was my number three. That <laughs> okay. was <laughs> all right. That's fine. That was 110 percent my number three. Him, his, why isn't, why aren't they dead? Oh, oh, you know what was funny is I was waiting for a scene again that I, I know a character like literally actually dies. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. That was in the second one. Like that all was the stuff the, I was I thinking know. of, they had just blended together. And I was like, it, it could just as easily be in this movie. Like, I, uh, yeah. Uh, can I ask, is it, uh, is a skeleton involved? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. He actually perishes. <laughs> yes. The man dies. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was waiting I for it to happen. I was like, I guess it's not. Oh, no, it's not this movie. All the good but stuff happens we, in two. Can we talk about him probably getting tetanus after this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He that... steps on like a seven inch nail. 
Yeah, they don't hard? show that. They don't show that. Thank yeah. goodness. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 tough. That was re- he and Kevin's sadistic little butt set that up. He put the tar so he lost both shoes. Like if you watch the steps as he's going up, he loses both shoes, both socks, his scarf. What an absolute moron to not after the first step where you've already lost one shoe to yeah. be like, I'm not. Every step seems to have this yeah. on it. Right, yeah. like, like you shouldn't be looking. You should have seen the nail after examining steps. I don't know. It's and even after stepping on the nail, he goes through the window. He doesn't look down, going through the window and steps on the Christmas ornaments. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. He's like, like what? How far is the horizon in that living room? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, just look where you're putting your bare feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they're not, um, they're not smart people. But again, it works to the movie's advantage. You got to have oh, one hundred. They got to be dumb. If they're smart, yes. then what? The kid's dead. Then you yes. got a weird movie. You got a really weird so, movie. So my final pick, I've got Pellet Gun. I've got my front door. I'm happy right now. I'm sitting pretty. Okay. Um, I'm torn between two things, except one of these I feel like is unique to the movie and can't be gotten, while another thing was more of a uh, a public device. Um, okay. So my final thing is going to be Kevin's battle plans drawing. Oh damn, that's good. That I'm right. displaying Kevin's crayon crafted battle plans because <laughs> that that got me. I didn't even know he did that. I forgot he did that. Right. When he unrolls that paper and you can see his plans to booby trap and oh my god, that was yeah. ingenious. Oh, you said booby. We're mature. <laughs> we're mature people here. Uh, yes. I do want to note. I just want to say one thing. When they're at the church having that conversation, his name's Marley, the, the shovel guy, shovel neighbor yes. guy, where they're actually having a real conversation. And it's, it's again, I will say, I'll go on record. It's a beautiful moment. It actually is. And I'm not being, I'm not being sarcastic. It's like actually, yeah. a, it's like a beautiful conversation. The bells start ringing on the clock. It's eight o'clock. I counted. I was like, because they, they said they were going to be there at nine. The burglars were going to be at his house at nine. He's at the church at eight. He then runs home from the church at eight, draws a battle plan. Yes. He didn't he didn't have that. He decided then that he was going to fight, right? Yes. So he cu- he runs home, draws a, a a exquisite battle plan, right? And sets the whole house up. Sets the was entire it, house up before 9. Was it 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. he's at the church? P.m. P.m. It was dark. It was dark. And it was at night and they were just practicing choir. He runs straight home and sets the house up in under an hour. Doyle, I have a hard time getting dressed in under an hour, and you're telling me this kid booby-trapped an entire home. Yes. He set up a zip line. Well, I'd like to think that that zip line's actually... There's no way he set that up. Like, I think he that did. was probably... You, you saw him take the rope, and he went across, and he put... Did he? Oh, my God. I didn't even see that. I thought... I just assumed that that was, like, something that the parents were like, this will be a great mm. idea, honey. Third floor zip line. <laughs> into no, the... he set that up. Oh, that was okay. a part All of right. his setup. That's insane. Yeah. Under an hour, this kid did it. I don't know how he did it, but I I would like to see a, a follow-up to this movie where he's, like, some sort of, like, assassin... I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> a home-based asset. He only kills people with household equipment. Right. That's it. He's like, what do you got? He calls up. What do you got in your house? Could you list off some things? Uh, yeah, I can kill somebody with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, yeah, that's insane to me that he did all that. And and it, it's not even under an hour. It was probably under like 45 minutes because it he ran on foot from the church to home. You got to think that took some time. That's so. insane. I I can't. I didn't even catch that. But please tell me some of your honorable mentions. Okay. All right. So I again. I let me cross off metal statue. That was the first thing I wrote down because I was like, I knew that thing got beat the whole movie. And like, yes. they just were. I don't even know who the guy was. What the guy was. I don't know. I didn't really get a clear shot of it. It's a statue of some guy 
There's probably it's probably somebody prominent, or I, I would imagine. I just don't know what it was. He just kept getting hit. It's hilarious. I wrote down Kevin's airline ticket from the trash. Okay. I mean, it had it had his name on it. It was an airline ticket. It's literally the whole reason why he didn't get he didn't. People just kind of brushed it off because his ticket got thrown away. Joe Pesci uh, as Harry was in the house across the street. He was playing with the kaleidoscope. I thought about that. I was like, yes, that kaleidoscope's like kind of awesome. And that was an old school. That was like one of the first drafts of a kaleidoscope. Because when we were kids, we didn't have those kind. No, 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 no. His we, was yeah. like golden with like two distinct pieces. Our kaleidoscopes are like small and you just rotated the tube itself. He like was spinning a dial. It looked like a, uh, I forgot what they were called, but those red glass things like the, uh, where you put the white. Uh, film in and you click it and it rotates. Like it's like a, a viewfinder or something. No, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I, they had a specific name, but it was it was like that where it took you like Egypt and yeah, Paris. And, it's pretty. That was pretty sweet. So I, yeah. and just because it was shiny, I was like, got to go on the list. And then one more thing, uh, I'll let you. I'll let you rattle off a few on your list. But this is one that I, I must mention because it's kind of been my tradition to draft these type of items and yeah. the Michael Jordan cardboard cutout. Doyle, I if I it. could share, if I could share screen <laughs> with you right now, number one on my impromptu list is Michael Jordan cardboard cutout. I wanted it, bro. I wanted. I it knew you did, and that was I. The thing is, that's something you could get right now. I know, but it, yeah. it was, it was number one on my like my just first draft of the list, and that's hilarious. You said that I almost got that third. Yeah. Well, what's funny is. I, you see it initially in Buzz's room after he he's climbing that it's on the background. I thought it was like a wall like a wall sticker because it had mm-hmm. like the height chart. I thought it was like a Michael Jordan. How tall are you? Type like wall sticker. Yeah. And then he's got it out and about for like the 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 rocking around the Christmas tree party that was going on. Yeah. And I was like, that's gone. That's on the list, bro. That's on my radar because you know that- you know me. I want. I just wanted a room full of cardboard cutouts. Yeah, you love. It. I mean, it could go right up next to little Susie. Little Susie, man. Uh, again, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I don't even fully draft them. I just have they're on my radar. I'm just like, a, I'm just like a big, big cardboard cutout guy. But what's on your list? You got any uh, leftovers? Or so no? yeah, I got a couple leftovers. So I got the OK plumbing truck because you you with cardboard cutouts, me with the vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had that. Yeah. Um, I also had Little Nero's pizza, but I'm not sure if I wanted the pizza box or the delivery car. I I'm thought about sure. putting the box, but the, the, also the sign that just plops on the car could have been a good yeah. one too. Yeah. Yep. I had the Emerson TV v, uh, VCR combo in his kitchen. The kitchen, little kitchen TV, was on my radar. That was the uh, little I kitchen. Was like, that's right. that's where I thought you were going when you went with the Angels' uh, filthy soul. Is that what it? Angels? Uh, yeah, no, it's called Angels with filthy souls. Yeah, yeah, that's where I thought you were going when you said the VHS. No, no. Um, and then the other three we named: the Battle Plans, Pelican, and the Burned Hat. Uh, one thing, selfishly, as a child in the 90s, I loved these things, and I wanted every single one I could possibly get, uh, the Micro Machines. Bro, yes. I loved Micro Machines. I was yes. like, these are like my favorite things in the whole world when I was a kid. I was, so I would have scooped all those puppies up and probably just played with them. I'm surprised that neither of us said the gold tooth. I have. It was the last thing I wrote down at the very end because, again, like I said, Kevin has a, has a bright future in uh, home cleaning. Yes. Uh, but he left a gold tooth on the ground? He just yes. was like, what? Hey, I don't. I think that was planned. He's like, just want him to know that maybe and they'll follow the breadcrumbs. Like, and it's funny because the gold tooth ends where we see it for the first time too. Like almost right exactly where he was standing. It's true. Where he flashes his smile at Kevin, or it wasn't at Kevin. It was probably one of his cousins. He flashes his smile. You see the gold tooth. He's standing in that foyer, and yeah. that's where the dad finds it. It was a nice, 
a little uh what's it circle circle uh you know full circle yeah. there we yeah go. no i got you that's it that's it uh so yeah i mean we obviously we talked about it i i think i'm feeling pretty good i feel like you're feeling pretty good i don't know i feel real good all-time top propolis though is anything really penetrating uh, it i mean i know that we've done a lot of movies thus far i don't think that i mean definitely not top five stuff here if now if this was movie two yeah well, we'd have to if rip something, is, but I think yeah. I think from our movies I prior, I don't think this is going to get. And we haven't posted again. We haven't posted the actual list yet. Yes, it's coming. All right, it's coming. We want to we want to fill it up to the top ten. We'll get the top prop list out on our social media at Movie Propcast on Instagram, uh, and then we do a TikTok every once in a while. Yeah. In in all seriousness, I do not think any of these make top prop lists. Maybe. And you would ideally think all of our number one picks would be on the list, no. but I think Harry's burned hat would probably make a running for like a top prop. It's possible, versus... yeah, because that is iconic. When I mean, you see it, you're like, oh yeah, I remember exactly what happened and, and where that came from. Sure, yeah, it's got to yeah. be like we're being we're being we're drafting from a lot of personal. Yes. we're not we're not drafting to to necessarily win a vote, which uh... you know maybe we'll get to that point where we actually we get the votes out there and, and putting it up there, but. I think I'm feeling pretty good about it. I, I again, the one prop that I thought would have made the top prop list, it was in it was in two. <laughs> it was it was yeah, it was my number one prop. I guarantee it before we both even say. Anything. So we'll remember this. We'll definitely remember yeah. this draft whenever we wind up doing Home Alone two, and uh, and we'll def we'll, we'll I'm sure whoever gets the first, whoever nominates it first. <clears throat> But it won't be. T- I mean, like I guess we you, could do the, Home Alone two any time, but it is technically is, a holiday movie. In all fairness, next holiday season you get first movie, first pick because I got uh, I got first movie. I got Jingle All the Way, even though it was like unanimous. But I got first pick, so you naturally get first pick. Okay, but I, here's season. the thing, though: I never do what people expect. All right, you think I'm just going to roll out Home Alone two just because I want that? No, I probably won't. But maybe I all will. Right. But maybe I will now that I said that. Who knows? Oh, no. I like to keep you guessing. I'm crazy like oh, that. Uh, anyway, it's that. This has been the movie propcast. Uh, I feel like this has been a pretty good one. I uh, Home Alone obviously is close to I think anybody who's in our age range uh, and grew up in the '90s. That's like right up your alley. I mean, you watched it every holiday season, and just the idea and the concept of a kid that's just like you beating a bunch of uh, bur- idiot burglars around your house. I think it's kind of an awesome concept to know that I, it kind of like alleviated some of the fear. It's like, yeah, okay, you want to you step to me? I'll, I can do this to you. And then in, in reality, they would have just murdered you. So, I will say, I feel like this movie is one of the few that transcends our generation. I feel like a lot of people know Home Alone. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? It, 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 I think it, it holds up. I mean, aside from the horrible parents and the no internet in the payphones, uh, it, it holds up. I mean, the, the message is still there. I think it's still got a pertinent message, and I think that it it's just it's just a good, it's much better than it needed to be. If somebody had this concept now, it would have been a slapstick, poorly like if Netflix got a hold of this and did an original Netflix movie, it would have been a hollow be so shell. Bad. It would have been it's a hollow so, shell of a movie, and it would be yeah. way too over the top trying to make it too funny. Like Home Alone three was not great, but still kept true to what they're trying to do, even though it's a time where I think they should have had cell phones by Home Alone three. Pretty um, close, yeah. Yeah, they were they were at least close because they had laptops in Home Alone. 3. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I think it does hold up, and I think it, it, like I said, if it, if it was made nowadays, if they remade this, it would be it would be ass. I don't think it'd be yeah. good. It just the, the personal touch, the emotional aspect. I, no one, no one's grabbing it with this movie. I will say it's going to feel very weird when we do a movie and I don't see a, a payphone in it. 
Yeah. That's that's going to be a we, real weird feeling. I've gotten right very comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I've been getting real comfortable with movies where a payphone is in at least two scenes. Yeah. So when we do one without one, I'm going to feel very out of place. I'm going to be looking for a payphone. We've been real, real safe in this sweet little 90s bubble, but I think I think we're going to be moving out of it here pretty soon. So just be on the lookout. Uh, episodes coming soon. I, I think we'll take a, a break till after the holidays, and then we'll be back with more movie propcast content tyler it has been an absolute joy my friend uh it's been a pleasure i hope you and the family have a happy holiday you guys at home happy holidays no matter what you celebrate we will see you guys very very soon yes uh that's that's a beautiful message and i now that i'm talking i'm I'm now ruining it so just what he said and we're gonna get out of here see you later (laughs) love Uh, you love you love you yeah there you go we love him so much (laughs) 